0: Hello and welcome. My name is Stefan Terringer. I am your host here at Raw Rants Podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of Raw Rants. Season 2, we will bring you guests that will challenge and inspire you. We'll be talking fashion, education, kids, Grammys, boardrooms, Owning your weird and finding your voice. I'm immensely grateful you're here. Thank you to all the old friends for the support in Season 1. And thank you to all of our new friends journeying with us now into Season 2. Connect with me on social media, wherever you get your social media fix. LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And certainly check us out at rawrans.com and connect with us on Instagram at rawranspodcast. Again, I'm immensely grateful you're here and we are ready for the next episode. So listen in. folks, my name is Stefan Terringer, and it is another episode of Raw Rants, the podcast where we talk about life and business and what happens right at that intersection. And today I have with me somebody who is a creative thinker, somebody who I have gotten to experience to be extremely, extremely mindful and empathetic. Somebody who is a right star. What's that? Well, that is an author who is coming out with a book, friends. Her book releases on Amazon for pre-order on May 1st, 2021. And then you can actually get your hands on a real copy. Make sure you get her to sign it on June 22nd. And she will soon give her first TEDx talk. Look for that as well. And here's the most important thing about her. She's weird as shit. And I love her for that. And her name is Shelly Brown. Shelly, welcome.
1: (laughs) What an intro. I'm so happy to be here with you, Stefan. And yeah, I am weird. And so are you.
0: So we're two weirdos talking on our podcast today. So I want to share a quick story with our listeners. Um, The way you and I met was actually in kind of a, a... a red carpet TEDx room exploring what could be a good TEDx talk. And I remember vividly, it was on a Saturday, 3 p.m., uh, East Coast time, and you kind of walked into the virtual room and you said, You know what? I'm going to talk about weird because I am weird. And I know life has been a journey for you. Um, tell us a little bit. And the, the, there's a few highlights I. I know you've worked large corporate, you were an enterprise uh, uh, director and manager, and you're an ultra-marathon runner, and that has its story of its own. Share with our listeners a little bit the journey that kind of, not kind of, but that got you here, that made you the person you are today, and the love and embrace you found for yourself, and, and you're weird.
1: <laughs> well, thanks for asking. So, you know, first, I'd like to define, uh, I'd like to give my definition of weird So Merriam-Webster defines weird as odd or fascinating. And I define weird as the thoughts and the feelings that we believe separate us that are actually our greatest connection to others. And better yet, our weird can serve others. And it's often the way that we do serve others. And so I don't think our weird knows it's weird until it's judged by somebody else. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't run around as like three and four and five-year-olds or even 10-year-olds thinking I'm weird. I'm weird. I'm weird. You know, I knew I was a little odd because I just lived in my head in imagination of possibilities and, and had such a fun time in my bedroom, creating every, every possibility. And it, Usually revolved around Barbie and Ken.
0: I like yeah. it so, you, so big imagination from from little on. You can think very
1: back much. On. I mean, I would take off Ken's leg and see if Barbie would still love him, and of course she would, because of course, even though my home life was a little bit of a train wreck, I still believed in love. So, and then I put them on the phonograph record player turntable and they'd fly off and there'd be carnage, but everybody would survive. So I had a really, really vivid imagination. I loved music. I loved listening to records and I played guitar and I liked to draw. And then at about age 12, something really pivotal happened where I was judged weird and I put it on like an itchy scratchy sweater with the words weird across my chest. And it was like something happened and I was no longer that free spirited love and possibility girl that I had been. Wow. Well,
0: talk about this experience. I mean, I mean, uh, I talk a lot when, when I speak with executives, Uh, one of the things I work on with them is what I call executive trauma and trauma is something there is something that happens. And it's, as you said, it's a pivotal moment which we recall exactly who the actors were in that moment, who were in that scenario that we experienced very vividly. And there was a particular need we had, and that need wasn't met. And then we developed a coping mechanism. So maybe help our listeners understand um, as they go through their own journey in life, and maybe uh, some highlights out of that learning in retrospect. Um, What were some of the things that you would say, you know what, I realized that was happening and that's what brought me then forward and brought me to today. And then maybe the perspective of today a little bit that lets you kind of be a little bit more analytical about it, but also empathetic, supportive to other people who may be going through a similar journey.
1: Sure. Thanks. So, you know, I had some little traumas before this big, you know, fracture, like they say, or big trauma, you know. It was at a time when most mothers were stay at home and mine was this feminist who was flying around and I became a latchkey kid at a young age. And it was really Mm -hmm. weird because I was like the only latchkey kid I knew. But what happened, the major trauma was I was a very curious girl and I had this journal and I drew pictures of my classmates and I had an arrow pointing to their chest if they were developing and a Y pointed to their privates if they had started puberty and that journal got discovered and relentless bullying ensued. And you know, I'm not not unlike a lot of people who get bullied in school, but it does change you. And that is when I put on that itchy weird sweater. And some people can recover and be really resilient. I wasn't one of those people. I kept that sweater on and looked at the world like it was the clothing store where i could find something else to cover that, that sweater for decades for decades you know and i don't need to go through everything but suffice it to say you know i wanted to be the top of my game in a sales capacity i wanted to be you know the ultra marathon or the body the the strong you know cover up that weird with being a badass right with being right. tough with being a don't fuck with me kind of person right right, and you know, inside is this person going, uh can you hear me? Can you stop this shit? I mean, like all of this is just bullshit, right?
0: I love that. so that that's another thing, right? the bullshit um uh, listeners, you've heard me talk about, you know, all the things we're supposed to be should be. And, and, and society tells us kind of that conformity, right? It makes us comfortable. That makes us safe. And then I heard uh, weeks ago now, I heard Charlie say, bullshit. That was brilliant. I remember saying, can I please use this? I put a copyright in your name underneath it. But bullshit. Talk about the bullshit a little bit. As you kind of went through your corporate career, um, as you as you now are really publicly talking about uh, your experiences, your life your accomplishments as, as so it wasn't just and let me say this uh, everybody listening it wasn't I wanted just to be she became an ultra marathon runner and and talk to me how many marathons did you run
1: I ran 26
0: 26 marathons guys I mean that's unbelievable but also there's a story in kind of you know the high flying marathon runner and what was kind of the the outcome of that? Do you mind sharing that?
1: <laughs> Not at all. Uh, my vertebrae collapsed on the nerves going down my leg and I was down for about a year and three months and that I didn't ever go back to running marathons. Uh, but it was it was kind of a culmination of your life bucket, my life bucket getting dumped upside Uh, down. And, you know, I want to revisit the bullshit. What I call bullshit is not just imposter syndrome, which, which I, today I remain renamed imposter syndrome as, Persistent charlatanism. Because I'm so sick of, mm. I'm so sick of the words impostor yep. syndrome. Right, so, right, right. To be funny, but bullshit is where you are versus where you think you should be. The in between space is, right. is 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 this is the self shame and the suffering. You know, because where you are isn't okay. Because you think you should be something else. You think you should be this title. You think you should be known for something that you're not, or people are shooting you telling you that you're supposed to be doing something i and love
0: that people are shooting you that's that's brilliant i love that
1: <laughs> and it causes should shaming and we should, should
0: shaming we guys should. you gotta listen here i mean this is all these golden nuggets just should shaming shooting you bullshit. i mean just remind yourself as you're listening to that what's kind of and let me quickly fast forward jelly if i may yeah if, if there's two three things you would say to somebody well Uh, pay attention to if you're in a situation, because that's probably a bullshit. Are there certain markers where you say, oh, if this kind of comes up for me, then I know that I'm in a bullshit moment?
1: Absolutely. I mean, the the most important thing probably, especially in the corporate world, is with all the measurements, KPIs, data, you know, all companies are so driven by that. When you are... Literally making your self-worth and your identity about a KPI, about a number, about a goal, about a quota, and you're not quite there yet. The place between where you are and where you aren't is bullshit.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. Guys, very quickly, got to add a little music here because music is my thing. That's like, you know, the weird in me is that I still at my age, I want to be a DJ. Who knows? Maybe somebody will discover me. But very quickly, we're talking to Shelly, Shelly Brown, the weird girl, and her book's coming out. Tell us, June.
1: June 22nd. It's called Weird Girl Adventures from A to Z. It's not a label. It's a lifestyle.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. And the conversation continues. So can we talk about the book a little bit? Yep. Sure. So you pick a chapter that you think could be most servant to the people who are listening currently and also could inspire them to pick up that book and say, I got to know more about that. <laughs> Share maybe one or two anecdotes out of the book, which I'm sure that you've, and I haven't read it yet. I, I know I'm uh, on the list to hopefully soon get it. Um, but more importantly, um, what are some of those, those takeaways that you're sharing in the book that are inspiring, that are kind of maybe a how to do a little bit or what not to do?
1: Well, I should say the book is not linear. It is literally short stories that are true observational stories of things that happen to me, but I think that they're very relatable to everybody. People have mothers, people have dating mishaps, people have right. shit happen at work, people have all kinds of life situations. So this book is more of the journey between
0: I have Me no idea what you're talking about. I have a perfect <laughs> relationship history life. <laughs> Hi. Me
1: too. Me too. Um, but you know, it's it's really sort of the journey between really, really suffering to getting to this place where, you know, I where my brand, Weird Girl Adventures, really started. And so a lot of the messages are relatable, but I didn't want to just be relatable. But it isn't a how-to book. There's a lot of lessons that I learned, and the whole book is full, you know, of many lessons. And me finding, I call it a freight train to a roller coaster down a rabbit hole, and it's okay, I'm fine. And the train gets shorter, and the ride gets shorter, and we learn to get off the train faster. But we know that it's going to come back, but it's a much shorter ride when you learn to get off the train faster. And that has everything to do with being the driver of your own thoughts and your own awareness and to stop believing the lies in your head, which is not easy. It is not easy. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's that's such a big thing. I mean, uh, you've heard me talk about what I used to call and still talk about today, radical self-awareness, right? That, that yeah. willingness to really not just recognize it, but also to take action. Um, what I love about the book, what I'm hearing you talk about is that if I'm somebody who doesn't want to read a full book, but I just want to read in small snippets and uh, kind of learn from your experiences or try to find relatable pieces in that, it sounds like that's the perfect book for somebody to pick exactly that book up and say you know what I just want to read 15 20 minutes one piece in a narrative uh, of somebody who's experienced it and and see if there's relatable content for me is that does it sound about right
1: it, absolutely and you know you can pick up a story and it could make you laugh so hard you know just grab your gut laughing and you can read another story and and you'll cry you know it's just it's just the weirdness of humaning. Or the human is mm-hmm. so weirding. Yeah. Because we're all just humans yep. and we all, and and this is probably the biggest message that no matter what you think or feel, somebody else has felt the exact same version of that thought or that feeling. It's when we say this is happening to me, and we put up a Teflon wall that mm-hmm. we are the only ones that so we good. get disconnected. From the rest of humanity, and then we get we become a disintegrated person.
0: So good. I mean, I think that's the thing, right? Your tribe, your your people are out there somewhere. Let them find you, or you will find them. It's just kind of almost like a a happenstance circumstance sometimes. But you got to put it out there, uh, and you got to be you got to be willing to to. I don't want to say expose yourself a little bit, yeah. To to take the chance, to put your chances out there and to let life happen and kind of just let it intersect naturally with the things that that are around you. How did you find your tribe to say, you know what? I'm gonna write about, you know, I'm the weird girl. I weird girl adventurous. That's what I'm gonna talk about. I'm comfortable in my skin, and that's just where I have arrived. When did that moment happen? And 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 what got you to now say, I'm gonna tell my story. That's that's what it's about.
1: I, I believe that our stories are to be, it, it, put it this way. I believe that when we're more tr- self-transcendent yeah. and we can bear witness to our story rather than be like, this happened to me. Can you believe I can't, got over that? Because you know what? Nobody fucking cares that you were able to get over something. We've all gotten over stuff. Right. Right. But when you can bear witness to it and really... Really extend yourself out there to help other people through that, or your intention is to share in a way that is not just look at me. Like, you know, how many people you mm-hmm. see that are like, Look, I was that fat, no, I'm that thin. And it's like, people, people do right, 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 right to that because they're like, Wow, how'd they do that? But it, it my the intention isn't I want to rip open the curtain so you could see my shit storm of a light. Right. That wasn't the intention. The intention is I want to take everybody along with me. Yeah. And something that you said that I wanted to touch on, it's it's not like I went from, I hate myself to embracing myself. It's not like I went from my life sucks and I'm stuck to, Oh my God, possibilities, you know, wasn't like a snap of a finger. I mean, if it were that easy, then life coaching would not be a $20 billion business by the year 2022. Mm -hmm. It is, it is, it is a letting go. It is an allowing and that's the self-awareness piece. It's, Mm. it's, allowing from the space where you are to where you think you should be. I mean, if you think about it, people who run an Ironman, can you tell them somebody to get off the couch and start running an Ironman? No, you can't. So You would know, right, what that looks like. Well, we forget that everything we do is incremental. And allowing is not resisting. And allowing is the doorway to possibilities. And what I like to say is, Even allowing is better than not allowing, right? So allowing are weird. Allowing the shit that we think separates us doesn't mean we have to like it. It doesn't mean we have to love it. It doesn't mean we have to embrace it or rock it, but we just might. Because when you let go of the grip of, no, it's not possible to, hey, it might be, then you're standing at the first step of possibility. And that feels a fuck ton better than gripping it no way.
0: I love that. That's so much, so much, so much good stuff.
1: Is it okay if I swear on this podcast? <laughs> Fuck
0: yes, you get to swear on this podcast. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're um, whatever whatever rated we are. But I think, you know, I'm always fascinated when we, when we, uh, 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 I mean, it just happened, right? Uh, somebody gets censured, Dr. Seuss gets censured. And and then we have the, the GMA awards or whatever awards it was, where uh, whatever her name is, uh, and I'm not qualifying or quantifying the music, but it's like uh, a drip wet pussy or something she sings about, and that that wins the award. So if any of the listeners are just offended now that I just said that, well, then you better check your television because that's what your kids are watching all day long.
1: And if you're offended, I wrote that song. No, I'm kidding.
0: There you go. There, <laughs> you, go. there you go. There you go. That's perfect. Um, Shelly, <laughs> what are some of the what are some of the things that? Um, in your, if there is a, you know, I'm, you know, my, my, my talk about there's purpose and there's joy. I think joy is a, is a big part and purpose. We kind of run into the future, but in, in, in your vision, in your desire to make an impact, um, also for our listeners to understand how can they potentially connect with you? How can they, you know, access you, so to speak, what is kind of your, what's your, what's your, what's your next year, your next two years, on the vision on mission of weird girl adventure what's that going to look like Ch- oh, share yeah. with us
1: thank you for for asking that and one thing that i do want to say you mentioned the word joy i think reframing neutral it, when when things are neutral and contrasting that to things that are bad or negative yeah. neutral can become joy right yeah,
0: absolutely absolutely and the chase the chase stops right
1: yeah. So what's next for me is my weird at work program. And I am using weird as an acronym and each letter of the word weird is bridging for very, very important, critical, critical pieces of our happiness. And that is personal, professional and organizational, so workplace, where to work, and then leadership. And so I have taken the word weird, and those acronyms, I'm going to build a bridge from each of those letters and what they stand for to me, to be the next evolution of inclusivity. And what it, it, I think the next evolution is individuality in uh. inclusivity. And so I'm going to bridge that gap. It may take several bridges, but nobody will drown, I promise.
0: I love it. I think you're bringing such an important point up, I think, through the pandemic, and hopefully we're now at the end of the tunnel, and it's not a train coming our way to light that we see. Um, And uh, I think the way people relate to each other and will choose how they relate to each other, I think will significantly change. Um, I was speaking with somebody just recently uh, about intentional communities. Mm-hmm. uh, and intentional living, uh, not just in, in just a community setting, but in general terms. And I think, uh, we've certainly learned, you know, who do we want to spend time with when we can spend time technically with anybody that we want, because we have so much time on our hands because we don't commute, we don't travel. We don't, uh, now we're starting again, but I think that's one of the things where I think you bringing up such an, such an important point. Thank you. Shelly, tell our listeners where they can find you.
1: I shall Stefan. Okay, so website WeirdgirlAdventures.com. And just because it's called Weird Girl, it's because I'm a girl. It doesn't mean it's not for both men and women. Uh Instagram at Weird adventures, And by the way, I feature a weird human of the week. Actually, it was Weird Girl of the Week, but now Stefan is going to be my first weird I'll be the Weird Human of the Week. Yes. As, weird. My
0: dog, as my dog writes, weird human,
1: Weird human. That's what Gracie says. And, oh, by the way, I have to share something really quick. Please. So everybody wants their dog to talk to them and they beg, you know, it, you're no different. I, I beg my dog, just say one thing, just say one thing. And so my dog said, I come from a litter of eight. And so that's a message about expectations. You know, we have an expectation of what we want our dog to say to us, but it may not be the thing. So
0: maybe that was a secret message in that aid, which is the infinity number.
1: Oh, there you go. So anyway, at Weird Girl Adventures on Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook as well.
0: Shelly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this has been awesome. Um, I, I so enjoy our conversations. Uh, we're having many, which are not recorded, which is always a pleasure, uh, and, and such an inspiration. Um, guys, here's the deal. Connect with Shelly, connect with her on LinkedIn, go get her to your event because she is, if you're just listening, but you, I can see her and you will see her in some of the video clips here from the podcast. She does look like a fucking rock star. I love that.
1: I can't even make the (laughs) right.
0: There she goes. There's the hand holding. I love it.
1: Yo, he notes.
0: Unfortunately, we don't have any hand banger music at the moment, but that doesn't take away from her personality. It's awesome. So Shelly, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Listeners, thank you so, so, so very much. This is season two of Raw Rants and we're in the middle of it with Shelley brown the weird girl yes. you'll find her at weird and at weird girl adventure on instagram is that right
1: adventures
0: adventures plural not just one adventure have many adventures singular doesn't do it no. <laughs> shelly thank you
1: honor, Again, my honor.
0: name is stefan terringer I'm your host here at Raw Rants. Connect with me on social media as well, and certainly follow us on Spotify, on Apple, on Pandora, or wherever else you get your podcast fix. Shelley and Stefan, out.